Hello, I'm Gary Mansfield, and welcome to the Mizog Art Podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by banging these bongos. Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the Mizog Art Podcast. I do apologise if these podcasts coming out every 10 days rather than 7 has thrown you off a little bit, but it was quite difficult to record any podcasts in between middle of December and middle of January. So I figured bringing them out every 10 days will stop me going into panic stations. But anyway, back to this week, episode 22 is Mila Alexander. She's a super realist painter who properly puts in the hours. She's in her studio about 12 hours a day for seven days a week. She was raised in Kazakhstan to Russian parents and come over to the UK around about 15 years ago. I had known of Mila's work for about a year. It wasn't until I went to do a podcast with Maeve Doyle down at the Bank Robber Gallery, um, well, which is now Maddox Gallery, that I found out more about the artist. She had two large paintings on the upper level. Maeve gave me a little insight into Mela's backstory. She put me in contact with Mela. I asked her to come on the podcast, and here we are. While I was in her studio, we was talking about the face value show that I've got coming up. She did ask if she could be a part of it, and she did offer to donate an artwork. But within about a minute of sorting out an artwork to donate, the anxiety of someone else working on her artwork got the better of her. And she genuinely couldn't imagine the prospect of somebody else changing the identity of her artwork. And she's not the first artist to feel like that, that's for sure. So she asked if she could manipulate an artwork. So, as well as Mila joining the artist for Face Value Free, which is on at Jealous, April the 18th, in aid of the Katie Piper Foundation, I recorded a podcast with Benjamin Murphy a few days later. And when Benjamin and I spoke of Face Value Free... He also agreed to be a part of it, as did Pure Evil when I popped in to say hello to him last week, as did photographic artist Gina Soden. But trying to bring it back on track to this episode with Mila Alexander, Maeve Doyle put us together to create this podcast. Oh, speaking of Maeve Doyle, I know that I mentioned last week, but Maeve invited me on to her Private View radio show, which aired on Soho Radio on Christmas Day. So if you've not heard it yet, get over to Mixcloud and have a listen. It features yours truly and Alice Irwin. But anyway, Mila Alexander. Mila was very nervous about doing this recording. So once I set the equipment up, I did press record, although I didn't tell her that I'd done so. And I just let it run while we was having a conversation. And it was quite funny because when I got up to question three, it wasn't until then that she realised that we was halfway through the podcast. But come and hear that for yourself in the studio of Mila Alexander. It took me as well all my life to, to, to be where I am at the moment, you know. I, I quit my job three years ago. Before that, I couldn't, I didn't have what was you doing? any confidence as well. Um, I was working as a dressmaker, you know. I was. Oh, that explains so <laughs> much. <laughs> that explains so much. What does it explain? Well, because you've got the illustrations. Yes. 
um, with the lace yes. and the fabrics. Yes. Um, yes, I spent, the spent most of my life working for, for a couture designer making wedding and evening dresses for red carpet. In Russia? Or no, here? no, in here. And here is actually just 15 minutes away where I used to work for 10 years. I spent 10 years of my life working on that. And how long ago did you come to England? Um, 15 years. Been here for 15 years. And what made you come? What made you decide to come to England? I I just knew I, I always want to be an artist, you know, I always wanted to be an artist or do something creatively and I knew I could not do that. And did know. you want to work in fashion? <clears throat> Any, I all, when, when I was a child, I always wanted to be an artist, you know, always. And then when I was um, 17 and it was time to go to uni, I wanted to go and study art. And I went to study art and I've been there for one year. and. It was just awful, the education and everything. Yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. just discouraged me so much because what, the way I was painting, the teacher was just saying it's wrong. It's not the way you should just have to throw the paint in the canvas and yeah. it's all over yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. This is how you have to paint. You ha it, it's not the way, you know, the mm. way I'm just, just, you know, making little, little, little brush strokes. That's not the way you have to express yourself. And it's and everyone were doing well except me, you know, in in even. No. So I quit after one. And that year. was just the, the the sort of fashion that was in Russia at the time. That type of painting. I think they had just shit teachers in there. I think they were oh. just horrible teachers. They just yeah. had the standard, you know, box. And where in Russia was this? Um, actually, I'm from Kazakhstan originally, oh, okay. but I'm Russian mm. who lives in Kazakhstan. My Got parents you. are from Kazakhstan. It's in, it was in Almaty, and. Um, and that discouraged me and my parents from the day one were saying to me that that's not career choice you cannot do it you're gonna be homeless you're gonna be living on the street and all that like from the day one you know yeah, like from yeah. when i was a child so so when i left my uni and i thought okay well probably that's not for me then but i always want to do that you know I, mm. I, and, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to do something else. And I was doing all, all sorts of jobs, you know, I was working in a shop, I was working this and that, you know, everything. But the last 10 years I was working for this British designer, you know, the, the bridal. So how did you make the move from Kazakhstan to the UK? Oh, that wasn't like that. It, just, it wasn't straight. Oh, it wasn't? No, 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 no. no. I left uh, Kazakhstan when I was 18 and I came here as, when I was 25. It was like... I lived in Iran, I lived in Germany, and then back to Kazakhstan, then back to Iran, blah, 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 blah you know, and, and then I'm stuck here now for 15 years. And you say stuck here, is that a good stuck here? It, or? It's a stuck, it's a temporary, <laughs> yeah. I haven't found my place yet. Oh, you haven't yet? No, I haven't found, no. You're nomadic. It's just temporary. Traveling around the world. I, I just, I just cannot find a place where I'm happy. I just, that's, that's the thing, you know, Probably. it's like a curse, you know, I, honestly, I'm so jealous of my sister, she's, you know, finished school, finished uni, uh, got married, got two children, and it's all in Kazakhstan, ne ne near to my mother's mm. place, they see each other and every, and she's happy, I would commit suicide for <laughs> me if I was there, like, I swear to you, like, it's not enough for me. So are you itching yet to move, oh, to go somewhere else? I can't wait. You know, and where like, do you think you'd like to go? America? Somewhere where it's warm. That's number one for me. It's very important. I want to see sun when I wake up in the morning because it's so confusing for me when I wake up in the morning and it's dark. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. is it evening or is it the morning? <laughs> what is it? 
you know like I, I, I don't I don't do very well with winter like yeah. honestly like last year I locked myself in the studio and I just come outside and it was spring oh you're hibernated that's it you know like honestly I, I just don't do winter you know <laughs> I mean you started off your work the, the, the earliest work I've seen of yours is the illustration, the yeah. lingerie illustration. Yeah, I removed it. It's actually not on Instagram anymore. I, I, I removed it a couple, couple of days ago, I think. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It was still there. I think I removed it recently, though. No? Because no. I'm, I'm removing all the past, 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 past. You should leave it there. Then people can see... The background. The, yeah, they can see your journey. Yeah. They Why just show them what's today? You know, yeah. you should show them a bit of... Mm. I mean, you've had a, a physical journey around the world. Yeah, you should yeah. show them your artistic journey. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking because you know, I I, I love my illustrations, you know, but they they just very different to what I do now. But like when when I saw your illustrations, that told me a lot about the work that you're making today. Yeah. Even though they're miles apart. Yeah. It showed me the foundation of your work today. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, and I didn't move for many years. But then I thought I probably need because I've been looking at other artists' pages, and I see, you know, it's a strong work from the beginning. And uh, not all artists are the same. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's too late. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they've done what you're doing, and maybe they've deleted all of their yeah, probably. the stuff that yeah, I, I, I'm not one for that person. I'd rather I would rather see someone's journey. Yeah, I would rather see their background, the true them, rather yeah. than, not. it's not fake by putting your most recent stuff up, but I think that the most interesting part about an artist is their journey to where they've got to today. Yeah. I don't think the main thing is where that artist is today. Yeah. Because you're not going to be here for long. Yeah. You're going to, like, you know, like yourself, your work is going to move along. Then maybe you'll delete this work. It, probably, yeah. Probably, you know, like next, or maybe not, hopefully not next year, but in three years I'm gonna think this is rubbish, you know. How would you explain your artwork to someone that doesn't know it? Um, well, it's portraits, oil paintings of portraits of a woman, you know. Um, maybe um, central. Very stylish, confident, and um... I mean, your artwork for anyone that's listening that doesn't know it the artwork that is in front of us, which is very recent, I mean, a couple you're still working on, yeah, they are portraits of women from mainly the waist up, yes, that's 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 actually my thing. I, I, uh, you're absolutely right to, to, to see this because. Most of my portraits are from the waist up. At the moment, they're quite photorealist. They are very sensual, some more than others. Most have a mask on. They have a black, looks like a PVC rubber mask. Yeah, kind of like a bunny mask. And others, you have one here with a hat that is hiding some of the face. That's new work. They bunny mask where does the bunny mask the feature or where does it come from rather uh, i don't know even where it all started um the bunny mask i think i just like to put a mask on to cover some of the face just 
for for you know for mystery some little mystery yeah and um i did like the bunny mask because it's you know it's it's resonate with the playboy yeah mm -hmm. but it's actually i wanted to be like opposite of playboy because i don't want them to seen as a sex object i want them to be so strong you know like like if you look in the eyes it's a strong female looking at you you know she's 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 not a vulnerable bunny <laughs> no definitely not then, and it's when you first started using the bunny years i did make a note of it was it around about 2016 2016 and um i made three paintings and Antonio Banderas bought two of them. Wow. And this is how I thought, oh my God. Wow, that's you know, not that's, a bad that's start. That was a confident boost that I needed because it was just the beginning when I started. Because they are very central. Very sensual paintings. That If you look at the older ones, which I saw some, this one here. That's self-portrait. Eating chocolate. Eating chocolate. That is a very different painting to these. Even well, though it's kind of like um, it study, a, it's not finished. You know, I left it unfinished. It's I very painterly. Yeah. The the ones the ones when you started using the mask, they're very painterly, very fluid. Also wearing a mask and um, lace lingerie. Yeah. Very much like you can see that it's your work. Yeah. But that one is very. It's not cinematographic. It's it's not finished. I didn't want. It's it's kind of like a study. You see the size of it as well. But there, you have you have a few like that one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I have. And they they all have the ones that was at the Wycliffe Gallery. Yes. They was of, of that period, wasn't they? They yeah, was very yeah, the dark. Same time, yeah. They was very mysterious. With the black background. Yeah. yeah, and the Wycliffe Gallery Gallery has very dark walls as well. So they yeah. sort of it looked like they were nice, coming out of the yeah, wall yeah. and they were very cinematographic yeah whereas these which have moved on only in 18 months when was you 2017 you was at Wycliffe yes and that was in the spring yes fast forward nine months later yeah and you have these images that although they've, they've mainly got a light background, background this one though but that's painted very different to this one. That's very less. It's, that's less painterly. That's more. It looks like that this one, this the older series yeah. from last year yeah. or from seventeen, are cinematographic, whereas the new ones are very photographic. Yeah. That one, your You're old right, ones. Like that one as well. That's very much. They look like. 1950s mysterious and dark yeah. and very alluring to the Maui yeah. is how it seems to me. But the newer series, I don't see it like that. No? I see these very much that they are painted by a woman for a woman. That's okay. how it's. That's how I read it. No, it's it's good to know. It's good to know because I I I'm not doing that in purpose, but it's obviously true and true. Mm. These are much stronger characters. The women in these paintings, even though they may be some of the same women as in I the previous paintings. I think showing more confidence in Very much so. You can see how your style, because as we spoke earlier, you are in your studio all day. Every day. Every day. By myself. By yourself for weeks on end. Yes. So, but your style can change a lot quicker than other people's. You haven't got time to think. Yeah, yeah. About That's how cool. your style is changing. It evolves very quickly. That's true. 
Um, and as I say, these ones, the, the older ones from last year, if, if we was in another artist studio, you'd say that that was from four or five years ago. Yeah. Whereas in reality, it's sort yeah. of nine months ago. Um, these could be the front of a magazine from a glossy fashion magazine. That's my idea, actually, behind it. I, 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 when I'm creating a painting, I, I'm thinking if it could be on the cover of a magazine or not. I, this, is, it, this is what I want to see. I actually want to see my paintings on the cover of a magazine. Hmm. That's something that I... They do feel more refined than the ones from last year. Yeah. They feel... But I might gonna go away from this as well, you know? When I gonna reach the stage, when I feel i done it all, you know, like, I feel confident, I'm not see, gonna now, repeat myself, I'm gonna probably go, go away again. So you've already told us that you travel from your home in Kazakhstan to several different countries around the world. Yes. You've already said that you don't like to socialise too much with people. Is that mask anything to do with you, for instance? Is it you hiding behind something? Could be, possibly, you know. Uh, Are you not having the confidence to sort of show the world the, the true you? Probably, you're right about that. I never thought about it. But I think I, it's definitely in every painting I'm painting myself. You know, that's definitely. And they are so confident. Oh, the, the ladies on my paintings, they are so do confident. Do you use models? Yes, I do. Because my confidence in this, in the public is I, I don't have lots of confidence. Mm. Probably that's why I'm betraying this woman. Overconfident. So how did you feel when you was doing that one, which is a self-portrait? Yeah. Did you feel like you was bearing too much of yourself? I don't mean with just the lace on. I yeah. mean, but your image being on the canvas. I don't like painting myself. It's just the worst feeling ever. You know, I just... I have that one as well as my self-portrait. Mm. But it's not many of... Do you find it difficult finding the sensuality in yourself? I just don't but see it. But you can see it in other people. I, I could see in other people. I don't see it in myself. No, I don't. I uh, I just, when I'm painting myself, I just, you know, see the shadows and just follow, you know, whatever it is. Do you talk to your models when you're painting? Um, I'm in touch with them mostly in social media. No, I mean, when you're actually painting, do you talk... Do you, uh, do you paint live? Some of the paintings are live in the beginning only. Got you. But I do use pictures because um, obviously nobody going to sit for you for a month. Well, what I was trying to say was, do you, do you know them well enough for their personality before, to come out on the canvas? Before start painting, yeah. Um, I've, I have girls who I, I know well. Some of them I don't know well, but I just maybe see them... I've I've looking all the time for my models everywhere, you know, mm. in, in buses and undergrounds and shops, you know. And would you have the confidence to approach them? Yes, and I always, ask? yes, yes. That's I think the power I have to be a woman artist. And have I, you oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely? Because if, you, if, because if I was to I ask, I'd get a slap round the face yeah, and reported to the, the police, best possibly. Reaction, all this like, like what they want from me, you know, like this reaction. But then I start to explain what I do, and and then they. You know, do you have a card I with have a your card. paintings on? I don't have a paintings in there, I just give my card and they always really, you know, they're taking the card but they're like, oh, never going to see you again. But after a couple of days, I always hear from them because they, they find me on social media, they could see yeah, they yeah, like yeah. it and they always contact me. Do you me, think, I mean, these women in these, the, the three that we're looking at, the newest ones, yes. 
they are extremely confident women. Very confident. They, they, they look extremely yes. confident women. Yeah. The women that you approach and give your card to, no matter how confident they are in their own life, if they've never sat for an artist before, yeah. they are going to feel quite vulnerable. Yes, that's true. Um, so how do you get that vulnerability out of that person? Are, are any of these from someone you've met? This is this is just uh, two paintings of one person. This is the same girl. Yes, I, I um, saw that. No, I, I don't. I think she, I think she's just this lady here. I think she's just so confident, you know, in herself. I don't think it was any vulnerability to mm. pose for me whatsoever. And this girl here, she's a burlesque, you know, so she's taking her clothes in, in front of other she's people. She's very confident in she's, her own body she's there. She's confident, she's, she's athletic, you know, she's, 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 and this girl as well, she's working somewhere. And so um, they are very confident. Maybe this is why I, I get interested in them, you know. It's not only physical, how they look like, you know. It's not about the face, it's about the... I think maybe this is what I like in in, in a woman that they I have, have a very watch. powerful demeanor. Yes, about they them. Are, yeah, yeah. I mean, when was your first interest in art? I had always interest in art. Like this is always what I wanted to do since I was a little child. I was painting, drawing, and I just always wanted to to be left alone by everyone. And mm -hmm. this is exactly what I created at the moment. Everyone left me yeah. alone, <laughs> and I'm by myself. And you've Fine. moved away <laughs> from everyone. Yes, and. Uh, I was thinking about that, you know, why I'm alone like that. This is what I always wanted, you know, I always wanted to have my own privacy. And uh, yes, since I was a little little girl, I've been painting and drawing all my life. I don't remember, I never stopped painting and drawing, but I start painting in a big scale in, in um, about four years ago. I, it was always in a little little paper on a not in a notebook because you had the illustrations that we yes. spoke about from 2015 14 yeah, extremely detailed yeah um, because of the it, you was in that fashion industry yeah um, it was lingerie lace lingerie that yes, you was drawing yes, lots of lingerie so there's extreme amounts of, of detail I there. used to work in watercolor before pencil and watercolors. Oils for me was something that I was so scared of and I I was just I would not even touch the oils because I, I, I thought that was so difficult. So it was only pencil and watercolors I was working with and um, yes probably because I used to draw first and then I would cover it in, in water paint so yeah maybe just like coloring but um, yeah, oils was different, completely different. When was it you knew that you wanted to be an artist? Always, since since I knew myself. So how did you make that leap from lingerie illustration yeah. to paintings? Was it just painting as a hobby you had as a hobby? Always had it, it grew? as a hobby. Um, but um, and I, I had had another job, you know, and I was. The thing is, I was told by everyone who I knew that that's just not, it's impossible to be full-time artist and earn money. You have to be poor if you And where was that? Over here? Everywhere. Like, I had a partner at that time, he was saying to me as well, you know, that's a dream, you know, it's just a dream. It's, you don't have to follow your dream, it's just you have your full-time job, you earn your money, be happy. 
and I never been happy. You know, I always been. It was not enough mm. for me and my parents as well. You know, they they never meet any. I mean, they're not. They're not it's wrong. It's not their fault. Mm. No, honestly, it's not their fault. They never met any successful artist who are living by drawing or yeah. painting. You know, or or doing anything creatively. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. not often happen <clears throat> it's not their fault but um, this is what I want to do and um, about three years ago I felt like if I'm not gonna do that then what why bother because you started living at all the from when the ones I saw that came next were the portraits that you painted of people underwater yes submerged yes again female figures you've got a couple here yeah that's my well, they're not they're not fully submerged they yeah. just have their face. Were they from life? Yes. Well, not for life. I took a picture. I took a picture. Um, I took a pic those pictures and actually in Kazakhstan. Um, that, that's, that's girl on the picture says my niece. Yeah, well, this is... I was, I was doing some of the paintings with water. I just was always drawn to reflections. And this is what I'm doing with masks as well. The reflections are very mm. important for me, and the coats, you know, the the, the see-through coat and things because like that. Because the the mask you have on your self-portrait isn't reflective. No, it's not. No. It looks like was it velvet or? Um, no, it was a leather, but it was not shiny mm. leather. It just was soft leather. And in every painting that you have done, they are all the female form. Yeah. Was that? A conscious decision yeah, from early on? that's definitely always been my thing. I've always been painting females. I just, I, I have no idea how to paint a man. I don't know why. why. I, when I was little, I used to paint um, or, or draw um, women. And they were always naked. And I was so embarrassed about that because I didn't know how to explain to my parents, you know, and I couldn't show them otherwise. Mm. So I would just add the... Um, Fishtail, so they were mermaids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's always been, since I was, like, I don't know, five years old, I was always wanted to draw naked women. That's, you know, that's, I don't know why, it's very natural for me. And I never painted a man. I don't, I just, I just don't know. I don't it know how to paint you. No. <laughs> But it's, it, it surely can't be that much different I, from I just don't the know. female I, form. I really don't know how it works. I because they're not, none of your brain works. none of your models are naked. No. Um, I mean, there's there's one with a, a see-free plastic coat. Yes. The well, others have, um, you know, could just be going yeah. out for the night with a, a low-cut sequin dress. Yeah. Well, I, I since you know I grew up a little bit since I, I was a little girl, <laughs> and I realize now you don't have to be naked no, to be no. sexy. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and sensual, you still could show just like tiny bit, a little bit of hint. Of yeah, yeah. And that's enough, you know. Doesn't need to be naked figure. What piece that you have created do you hold most dear? It's 
sold that piece. Uh, I had I had this lady in a red coat and. Um, oh yes. yes. I I think I that was my favorite one because I'm very picky on everything what I create mm. and that painting for me was first one when I felt it was a perfect one. Oh good, that's a good answer. <laughs> and it's very rare when I see something and it's, I, 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 there is nothing more I could add. Yeah, In every single painting it's, it's, I could add something else. Unless I send them to the galleries, I'm gonna be working on them. Yeah. You know? And that painting was the only one that was sold and it was perfect. How do you know when you've finished a painting? Most of the time, probably, if it's deadline. <laughs> because I never finish a painting. <laughs> Is there any, have you tried any different procedures to try and make an end to a painting? Like covering it up or turning yeah, it around? Yeah, turning them around and yeah, it's like, I, I do that often. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm teaching myself to just get over it, you know, just, you know, things doesn't need to be perfect. Have you ever worked on one yet where you've overworked it? If I leave them in my studio for long, they're all going to be overworked. So you could ultimately ruin your own artwork. Of course, yes. So they must go as soon as they almost done, close to be done. I mean, those ones hanging on the wall here, they've been there for ages. And I'm always looking at them and I see whatever is wrong with them, but I'm not touching them because I have other things that are more important. But I think you've, you've signed and dated that one at the yeah, top. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Signed, then to me, it that's is signed. finished. No, 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 it doesn't matter. No, no. Like, like that one is signed as well. Her little finger still hit the finger. So why did you sign it? At that moment, I thought it's done. The next morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, that finger is not right there. You know, so I'm going to be working on that tomorrow. You know, and this is sign as well. The one left eye and the right eye, they're not symmetrical. I'm going to be working on but that. Our left eyes and right eyes aren't symmetrical. It's not, but it looks weird on the paintings. Would that be because... When you look at me, and I know my eyes aren't symmetrical, and I can, I'm looking at yours. My face is it, very it doesn't it doesn't notice too much because we are moving exactly. Face. But because that one, you have you have put it within eye yeah. eye holes. Yeah. You have forced yourself to sort of make them even oh, more symmetrical. Right about that. Yeah, they they must be otherwise. It's just you see, we all experts on human faces. Mm. If something is off, little tiny bit. It's visible for us. Yeah, but personally, I see them little blemishes as, as part of the beauty of all of us. Because we've all got moles, we've yeah, all got wrinkles. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't remove moles. Oh, she's got one mole. She has, she has. <laughs> I don't remove moles and uh, I keep some of the wrinkles as well. Because you, you play a lot also with textures. Yes, I love that. Yeah, and the, the nails, painted nails, is very important because of the highlights as well. I always do that. And that always, I mean, the black nails, the one we're looking at here is a lady with a white open-fronted suit. Yes. Black fingernails, which hark back to the PVC bunny ears yeah. in your other paintings. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing a very soft velvet-looking or felt-looking purple hat. Yes. Well, this is this is uh, because 
this is old uh, series of work and this is new and I did want them to be some kind of connection between mm. them. So those nails are very actually connected to those masks. Very much so, that's what yeah. I saw when I yeah, yeah, yeah. when I saw them. Yeah, if I would remove that nail varnish, it would be no connection I feel. I mean this still similar work but um, I think that's the connection to the mask. That, that yeah, very much so. And looking at that one, that the coat that that painting is wearing, a, a sort of burgundy fur coat. Yeah. Reflects back to the, the yeah. colours in yeah, the hat. Yeah, they all they all connected in some way, and it's all of them. And I mean, I must say that that clear plastic coat that she's wearing yeah. is excellently painted thank you that is very well painted uh, this is this is one of my paintings that i'm proud of as well like remember i was saying about that red coat mm. painting that has got sold and, and and this is close to be perfect as well see the trouble with that i find with a lot of photorealistic painters is that they concentrate on the face and the hands which are the main bits that we would i mean yeah. we mainly look yeah, at the yeah, face yeah, yeah. the face and the hair yeah as for me it's very important i think maybe that because i had background in fashion <coughs> mm. the clothing is very important and in fact for my next series i'm making the clothing myself i didn't make that suit but the rest of the things was so do you do what you was just saying sorry to interrupt no, no. but where you said that the next series yeah so once you have completed these ones, do you have a certain amount of paintings in a series mm. or just until you no, feel that you No, when I feel like I'm done with it. Yeah. I might feel now I'm done with these masks now, I'm moving on. So yeah. do they not evolve into a new series or do they I think, stop I, and then start I think a new they series? they're evolving, that's why it's still connection between them. I think they are involving. Because we've got the very painterly one that we were talking about from yeah. 2017 yeah. has evolved so much into these larger um very realistic paintings they are very sensual they very much celebrate femininity yeah i feel they're very strong confident women and as i said they feel to me like they've been painted by a woman for a woman but these last two where you've included tattoos okay that seems to be quite a bound as well because you're making another statement just by putting the tattoos on there. Yeah. Well, this is actually what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out. You know, all these little things that, like a cigarette as well. That's was mainly a main thing yeah. to smoke, you know. Then women start smoking, you know. I mean, that's quite a bold thing to do in today's... Um, I, I have lots of critique about the cigarettes, always, you know, people do comment on it, lots of negativity. Because I think it would have been quite brave if, she, I mean, it's a very sensual pose with the cigarette. Yeah. That's harping back to the 50s or 60s. Yeah, it's about the statement, isn't it? And I was thinking about it, this painting particularly a lot. I was thinking whatever I should paint the smoke as well or mm. not, because I normally do paint smoke. Because I, I mean, I used to be a smoker myself and... When you see smokers in the films, the, the ladies, I, f I thought that was sort of quite attractive years yeah, ago. Yeah, it is. I don't see it like that anymore. Maybe because I've stopped smoking. Yeah, um, I never smoked. I don't like smoking. Don't like people who smoke. Don't like people smoking next to me. But I feel it's somehow... Um, it works. Rebellious, maybe? Mm. 
that that painting does feel like it is from the seventies. Yes. Um, because of the way she's clothed. And maybe red lipstick as well. I mean, I mean. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you no, know, no. I, 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 I think my style is kind of like this as well. The way I dress myself as well. It's vintage. The tattoos are bringing it to very. 21st century yeah it's modernism and what would have been a few years ago very masculine tattoo is a an yeah. anchor on there and and some roses and it doesn't look masculine on her at all it's very it still looks very feminine yeah and did you use the tattoos just because the model had tattoos or was it a conscious no i was looking decision? i was looking for a model with tattoos this this girl here got tattoo as well rose oh yeah rose. yeah she's got See, lots of tattoos that girl. but i was looking for this new series and the latest work i was looking for a model with tattoos because i thought this is the next step you know i done this this and this and did always... you find models with tattoos yeah yeah i was looking for for models with tattoos yeah and again, I don't have tattoos on, on myself, you know, and I don't smoke, but... Would you not be tempted for a tattoo? No, I don't think so. I don't think I could make a decision like that for, for life. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, I'm, I I'm changing my mind too. Often. I got a couple when I was about 14. <laughs> yeah? Have you changed your mind about them? I changed them by the time I was 15. Yeah, see, this is what... And I've still got them now, and I'm 50. Yeah. So I've had them for 35 years and yeah, don't I... like and never liked them, you know? That's the thing. I, I I know I'm gonna change my mind about them, you know. Where do you go for inspiration? National Gallery. Ah, I'm going good. there at least once a week. I'm going there to pray. This is my church. Yeah, like I swear yeah. to you, you know, you won't see me in a church ever. But this is where I'm going to pray. Every time when I'm feeling blue and every time when I'm feeling. Uh, down and you know moody or whatever or feeling things are not going as well as I want them to go and then when I'm going to the National Gallery and I see those portraits that were painted with the candle lights and I'm like what are you moaning about yeah you yeah. have electricity yeah I see what you, you mean. know so um yeah it's 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 important for me this 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 is probably why I want to live in London, for now at least, because of the National Gallery. Oh wow, that's a, yeah, a good yeah, reason it's, to it's stay. It's a very important National Gallery. I'm, I'm going there very often. You said earlier, I don't, I don't know whether it was on tape, that you don't sort of look at contemporary artists too much. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm more inspired by old masters. So if, if you could be in a... If you could curate an exhibition from your own work and five other artists, who would you like to be hanging amongst? Well, I those artists are absolutely amazing. I mean, if I had my work next to them, I don't know, I, I can't even speak about that because they are just like gods for me. Uh, but Alma Tadema is just, I love his work and um, Waterhouse. Mm. Uh, obviously, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see is my work why, hanging next to them, but... Is that why you liked the dark background? I, this is probably... I, I, I love dark background, probably from there, yeah. Because... I, it's, my work is not similar to their works, it's different, but... It's, it's reminiscent, it's, yeah, you can it's, see it in there. There is maybe some influence of it. I mean, there definitely isn't 
you can definitely see that wasn't painted by candlelight. You know, yes. that was definitely bright, <laughs> you know, bright lights. There, there isn't much. Yeah. You're not hiding a lot in shadow there, are yes, you? Yes, no, no, it's, it's not it's not shadows. But I do like what um, Da Vinci was doing. He was using those, those, those. You don't see the brush strokes in his paintings. Mm. And this is what I'm trying to achieve in lots of my paintings. If you could see on your face and your neck, there is no brush stroke. You don't see any brush strokes. You know, and um, this is probably inspired by his work. Is that where the photorealism comes in? Um, because it's very much, very painted. I know you said that that was just more or less a study. Yes. Yeah, but that is a very painterly approach. Yeah. With a larger brush. Yeah. Than well, it, it, honestly, it was just a study because um, I wanted to paint this in a big scale, like this size, and I just want to try whatever is going to work, and I decided it's not working. So it's that painting, it was a study. Because these are definitely more crisp. Yeah. A crisper finish yeah, than, yeah. than those. Yeah, my self-portraits, they're all like a study because I can exp I could experiment on myself and I'm not yeah. scared yeah, yeah, to yeah, ruin yeah. somebody else's face or portrait. Uh, I could do that with my own. I know you, you work to an excessive regime more or less, don't you? The, the amount of work you produce or the amount of work you do, the hours study that you put in. Do you think you would do if you wasn't an artist? Um, Sergius. Really? <laughs> Probably wow. because I would do this little, little cuts and surgeries. And Cosmetic? Probably like brain surgery. <laughs> Something like it's very delicately yeah. cut, you know. Something where you need a good steady hand yes, and a good my, eye. My, my hands are not steady as you can see they are not then steady I don't, you're operating on me yeah yeah i won't be doing any <laughs> operation on anyone thanks god i'm an artist you know otherwise people would be ruined by, <laughs> by my practice well that's all the questions done oh, where wow. can where can anybody find your work well at your the website? moment at the moment uh, it's Instagram and website and Maddox Gallery. So your website is? www.milaalexander.com and the Instagram is um, um, Mila Alexander Art. Or you're represented by Maddox Gallery. I'm, I'm represented by Maddox Gallery exclusively. I mean, just before we, I was just about to round up there, but Maddox Gallery, a great gallery to be a part of. It's, it's a wonderful gallery. You are one of very few women. Very, very few. Um, your work fits very well amongst the other work Maddox do. Thank How you. long have you been with Maddox? Uh, it haven't been that long, since uh, October. And have you had a solo show there yet? Not yet, no. They did... They're going to have a... Um, group show in the uh, beginning of February. It's going to be running for a month and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a few paintings at the moment to, to bring there for, 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 for the exhibition. Are any of these paintings that we've been talking about going to be at Maddox? Yes, those two are definitely. This one is... So those two being the see-through black plastic coat, Yes. the burgundy fur coat, the one that possibly won't be, That's will be the white suit with probably the... not gonna go because 
this is news changes. I wanna represent them. I wanna show them completely differently. Is that a new sit? Sorry, is that a new series to this one? Yes. Because they sit perfectly within there. I know. There. Yeah, but they're connected, but they're not. Uh, yeah, that's the new series. So that is. So the connection. Them. What we talking, which went over my head. I do apologise. <laughs> so this being the start of a new series yes. with the same model, yes. with the same obviously yes. tattoos, yeah. the reflect the, the thing that ties them together is the, the, um, the nail. Yeah, it was the nail varnish. She's got nail varnish on as well in that, the black nail varnish. Well, the na black nail varnish is more um, getting getting connected to the mask, I would say. Mm. So, yeah, there's going to be more of those type of paintings in the future. So, because I'm thinking about stop painting mask, I feel like I've done enough. It's been, I, I don't even remember how many paintings I've done with mask, at least 20 for sure. Um, so I'm kind of moving on. I'm gonna do something else at the moment. So even with the one with the hat, you're still hiding some of the face. The I, hat I'm, is I'm going to do that. And the there, is, there is more paintings, and there is no hat, there is no mask, but the hair is hiding one eye as well. That's good. I just like mystery. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, leaving leaving some to the imagination. Yes. So Maddox have got your work that people can see your work on Maddox. On Maddox Street, Maddox Gallery at Maddox Street, and they can see it on your Instagram. On my only Instagram. just because you're deleting some as we speak, <laughs> that may even been deleted by the time this comes out. So, Mila, thank you very much thank for your so time. Much, there we go, Mila Alexander. She definitely didn't sound as nervous as she was, and as she mentioned there, she's newly joined Maddox Gallery. And she's going to be featuring in their group show in February. And the artwork that she is changing the identity of for Face Value Free is on its way to her studio as we speak. So as I just mentioned, Mila is in a group show at Maddox Gallery in February. You'll find out more about that show on her Instagram page or that of Maddox or Maeve. I'll definitely be going along to that one myself. And talking of group shows, I'm in one myself at the moment called Hypocrisy down at Ben Oakley's Gallery in Greenwich Market. The show opened last week on the 18th and runs until I think it's the 27th of February. It was a great private view as ever down at Ben Oakley's. But at one point I was speaking to Kate Knight and I've turned around and walked straight into a display case. It made an awful noise but luckily nothing broke. But the whole gallery turned around to look at where the noise came from and they just saw me standing there with a red face. So like the coward I am, I just pointed at Kate and told everyone that she pushed me. But as I say, luckily nothing broke, otherwise that would have been a very expensive night for me. Although I suppose with the theme of the show being hypocrisy, me putting it on Kate that she was to blame, just went along with the theme of the show. Now I haven't made a, a note of who's in the show, but those that I can remember off the top of my head are Ray Richardson, Lee Ainsworth, obviously Kate Knight, um, Mick McNicholas, David Bray... Oh, Lewis Bannister, Yvonne Whalen, um, Skeleton Cardboard has got a few things in there. And, um, oh, the portraits, the portraits were... Bertolini, Raffaella Bertolini. Sorry, Raffaella. And there was definitely more people in the show than that. So if I've forgotten anyone, please excuse me. I do throw in a few um, other podcasts for you to listen to every now and then. Mainly art-based ones. But there's another one well worth listening to, produced by Wayne Sharrocks. 
it's called What Did You Do That For? And he interviews people that are sort of inspiring and, and got a good story to tell. And I was lucky enough to be the focus of episode 10, his latest episode. And I know that anyone listening to this has more than likely heard my condensed version of being arrested, going to prison, becoming an artist. And my version only lasts sort of like 10 minutes or so. But when I met up with Wayne, we spoke for over two hours. And although when I left, he was saying about how he's going to um, spend a lot of time editing it and cutting it down to around about an hour, he did contact me the day before it was released, just to say that he's taken hardly anything out of it. He listened to the whole two hours and thought it was well worth it. And I know it sounds a little bit big-headed, but I went to have a listen to it myself the day it came out. And I must say that this is genuinely the first time that when I was listening to it, at times I felt like I was back in prison. So please, go over and have a listen. It's What Did You Do That For podcast. And if you get to the end of it, leave a little comment. Because as I've said on here, leaving comments really help other people find a decent podcast. It will be at the bottom of most of the platforms that you listen on. And it only takes a couple of seconds. If you want to contact me at all, any of the social medias, at MizogArt. So, thanks for listening. And until next week, ta-da!